Welcome to College Sense and Sensibility, where we share first-gen tips for navigating college and beyond. I'm Yutunde, and with me is my co-host, Emmanuel. Hey, Yutunde. Ready to talk a little bit about Brenda's interview and debrief on her story? Yes. Yeah. Where, where do we start? So I think there's just so many things to unpack from her experiences in high school to going through college and then just getting accepted, like a little bit about her background. One of the pieces that stood out to me was just like moving schools. And I feel like for so many of my students that I talk to, this is common where they're moving different high schools and they're seeing the different resources that are allocated at different schools. Some of the challenges that just come up, but I think not only the resources, but the fact that you got to make friends again, you got to establish a community. Those are all pretty traumatic and challenging experiences. Mm, yeah. I mean, I think, you know, different aspects of Brenda's interview spoke to different aspects of me, right? So there were parts where I was the parent <laughs> and listening and thinking, yes, this is why we want to keep our children as much as possible. Of course, it's not always possible, but keep our kids' lives as stable as possible, right? Same school, you know, learning how to build community because that's where you learn those skills, right? And then there are parts of her interview where, you know, I was the counselor and I thought, okay, yes, <laughs> these are these are definitely things that, you know, I tell students. And so, you know, she mentioned so many things that stood out, but I'll, I'll let you start with what stood out to you. One of the first things that really stood out to me, the struggle that she had when she changed schools and then she went to a sport and signed up for softball and she was really interested in that and kind of just let her grades kind of mm -hmm. slip a little mm -hmm. because she was focusing mm -hmm. more on a hobby that she loved, right? Or a sport mm -hmm. or something that she really identified with. But this is very, very common with students are really like connected with the sport or a hobby or an interest. And maybe they offer that opportunity at school. So sometimes they tend to go for those opportunities and let their academics slip a little bit. So that's something that stood out that I feel that's common among students. Mm -hmm. And I think it's great to have it. I don't want to say it's not, but being able to balance all of those pieces can be a challenge. Yeah. And I think too, you know, Brenda's story is so relatable because, you know, she talks about the challenges of high school, again, talks about that transition of learning how to be a student really in, co in community college. And then she talks about, I think one of the things that really stood out was how dual enrollment sort of had her thinking, okay, I got to work on my skills, right? Because dual enrollment for folks who are, you know, may not know the term is when a high school student takes a community college class while they're in high school. So she shared her experience and shared how she struggled in that class. You know, this is why it's really important to, to know kind of where you're at. And so that was one of my takeaways from her story is meeting students where they are because she had, you know, very varied experience. She had the dual enrollment, which can be good and bad depending on the student. But then she also, that's where she also got that first hint of, oh, maybe community college is the place for me. Exactly. And just having that exposure to the community 
college is so helpful for students. So I definitely encourage you all out there, our listeners who are in high school, check in with your high school counselor about dual enrollment, concurrent enrollment. It might be called a different name, but just talk to them about possibly the opportunity to explore and look at colleges, community colleges and the courses that they offer that you might be able to get in credit for in high school or credit for college. And, you know, it's been mentioned a couple times. So I like to always highlight those points and those tips because those are great tips for our students to knock out some requirements while they're in high school. Of course, you want to be ready for them, right? Another thing that stood out for me that Brenda spoke about was not really knowing her major. Mm-hmm. And I think this is important because I don't think people realize how many students come in not knowing their major or switching majors. Because sometimes when I'm talking to students, they're like, I think I'm going to change my major. And it's like, they've thought about this for so long and it's something that's been troubling to them. And sometimes a counselor, I was like, oh, sure, let's talk about that. How can we go (laughs) about switching it? And I feel like it's this big, like, oh, I shouldn't do this. It's like, it's Mm going to make my whole career community college career longer and Mm -hmm. it depends it depends you know if you're switching into from a sociology major to a stem major yeah you're gonna have some extra courses but if you're switching to another social science major some of those courses might count so this is something that i encourage my students that it's okay to switch majors it's okay to explore come in and check in with us and see hey can i get some of these other requirements covered with something that i've already taken in the previous major that I was in. Mm, Yeah. I think too, you know, she talked about not knowing what a CSU was, UC, what are the differences? What what do all those terms mean? What is a tag? And, you know, she sought out the information she needed, I think too, that, you know, not being afraid to ask questions. You know, there are certain, sometimes students might think, I should know that. Or everybody knows that, right? Or some, And in college, we're very guilty of just throwing around terms, assuming everyone knows what they mean. That's not always the case. So she was brave enough to learn about a system that she wasn't familiar with, you know, right from high school or, you know, even before, like some students are. And she was okay with admitting what she didn't know. And I think that, that took her a long way. That probably really helped her when it was time to transition. And what better way to get to know more resources than working at your college transfer center? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh Right. And that's another piece that stood out to me was going out, getting that position with the transfer center, talking to the university representatives, helping Mm -hmm. them out. And to me, that's key also because that's big networking career wise, personally, you're growing. I feel like she felt like she established that community with the serving as a peer advisor, working the transfer center, and of course, joining the Puente program that she felt like she found another sense of community there that she had been looking for and just had never known about. So again, campus resources continues to be something that our students are saying that are helpful, but you got to take action, right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I really liked how she mentioned Puente and you know, again, building community and just how important that is. You know, she was able to, I think, again, I'm going to go ahead with my one thing. 
just be engaged, <laughs> be engaged in that cam campus experience. You know, don't think, well, I go to a commuter school or I go, it's just community college, which is just down the street from my house, right? A lot of people sort of can, sometimes community college can take on that misnomer. It's, it's like 13th grade. <laughs> These are all terms that I've heard students use, by the way. And so because of that, they don't fully immerse themselves in the experience. That's sort of a little hint of our next our next <laughs> interview. But, you know, she fully engaged. And I so all students, if you can take one thing out of this, this interview, all our interviews, fully engage in the community, learn what's out there, jump in, support other students and that supports you. That's a great piece of advice, Yutende. I love everything that you're saying. And I think for me, my one thing would be, you're not alone in this struggle. And especially when you transfer, that you have to start all over. Like you're not alone in that piece. And you do have to rebuild that community. Unfortunately, when you transfer and it's part of that growing process, you have to hit the ground running but you're not alone as a transfer. Seek out those resources. See if you can get that job on campus. Listen to her interview to, to see how her previous experience helped her in her future experience as a transfer student. All right, listeners, we hope this debrief was helpful for you all, and we hope that you check out Brenda's interview again if you haven't checked it out already. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe. It really helps us. And everything said on this podcast is for informational purposes only. And Yutunde, do you mind letting our listeners know where they can find us at? So listeners, we want to hear from you. If anything we've said today resonates or if you've got a question, you want to make a comment, you can find us at cc underscore sensibility on both IG and Twitter. And you can also email us at ccandsensibility at gmail.com. That's C-C-A-N-D. S-E-N-S-I-B-I-L-I-T-Y at gmail.com. And until next time, keep learning.